Transmitting once again from the mountainous regions of Florida at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to Raider Cobb Podcast, episode 142. Today's episode, Scam the Old Timers. We put together some pretty good information on how fraud scammers are eating up old people and taking their money. We thought it was important during the epidemic era of the pandemic of coronavirus, since a lot of elderly had to stay home and they were subject to some of these telephone calls that could easily uh, take them and their money away from each other. And, um, but just like that, coronavirus disappeared and now the media is giving us a steady supply of riots. Right here or right there. No more coronavirus. Just like that. How do you get in contact with us? RaiderCopNation.com. It's that easy. Once you type that in, You scroll all the way down and the social icons will pop up. And there you can contact us as well. And as always, a a reminder of Test Everything 1521, we continue to put put God's word out there on our section of the website, Test Everything 1521. 15 minutes or less of God's word for your spiritual well-being. Now more than ever, I see cops praying. I see cops really starting to fulfill their spiritual journeys as the times become a lot more difficult. So we have to keep them in prayer because the times are evil, Scripture tells us. So keep that in mind. As you know, we have the new incident that the media will give us 25 hours, 8 days a week. They will bang us over the head with the death of George Floyd in a terrible situation that 
I don't think there's a law enforcement official anywhere in the world that could justify what was done. But just a couple of interesting points. A third-degree felony charge is charged with. I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV either. But a lot of people want first-degree, and that means it's premeditated. So the officers would have to get up that morning, put on their uniforms, and say, I think today is a great day to kill George. And since that didn't occur, they're trying to go for the sure shot, and that's third-degree felony. And although it sounds like the community may get cheated, I think it's a slam-dunk case. Now, I also think that when the autopsy is conducted and the family's attorney have opted for their own autopsy as well through a renowned uh, pathologist, whatever they call that, I forgot what it is now, and the end result of the test is going to be that he did not die as a result of strangulation. And I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV either, but I got a couple of certificates on the wall. And some of those certificates are about in-custody deaths. And most of the time, the statistics will tell you that people will die as a result of a secondary effect, not what you think is the initial effect, strangulation in this case. Now, he might have consumed some type of drug. He might have had heart disease. And it sounds like a cop-out. But these are real factual scientific data. So the court system wants to know how did he die, right? Cause of death. You just can't make one up. Okay? Now, the question is, did placing your knee on his carotid artery for a given period of time over three, seven, eight, nine minutes, did that have a direct result to the death? answer would be yes because if the heart gave out it gave out because of lack of some type of airflow or oxygen so it was a contributing factor but it's safe to say that it won't be the direct result of strangulation so people get pissed off and they'll burn a couple of cop cars because they didn't get what they want again. But I have no doubt that the officer is going to get convicted, and I have no doubt he'll end up doing 25 years on state time. The feds are going to pick him up for civil rights and the commission of a felony, and he'll end up doing life in prison. And the other ones are not going to stand, you know, they're, they're not going to, probably get life in prison, but they'll get 25 to 30. And that's a very, very tough sentence. You know, a lot of people want an eye for an eye, but that's not what it's calling for. His actions are simple. 
I just want to walk through it. And then we have a show coming up on this, but I just want to walk you through it because people are confused. Everybody's a lawyer. Everybody knows what happened and what's going to happen. But in reality, they don't know anything. The bottom line on, on this case is that all law enforcement officials are disgusted by what they saw and they were rolling towards a prosecution. Because of what's occurring, it's expediting it more. Now, the investigation could take several months, okay, to be conservative about the date. So several months is going to be a very detailed investigation. But the bottom line, it is all going to boil down to nine minutes on video. And uh, Larry Curley and Moa and Shrimp holding him down on the side of the police car. He's handcuffed behind his back. What happened prior to that and why he's in that position. But here's going to be a give and take. Did the officer ever take a defensive tactical course in the academy where he was instructed on placing a knee on a carotid artery for a period over seven minutes? And the answer is no. Did the officer ever receive defensive tactics training with his hands in his pocket as applying a restraint? The answer is no. The officers were in direct, without a doubt, deliberate indifferent because citizens are encountering the officers. They're making direct contact with the citizens and the citizens are giving them areas of concern and they're not looking into it. Such as he's bleeding from his nose. Nothing. He doesn't even blink. That is deliberate indifference. There is one part of the video towards the end that I notice that he kind of picks his knee up slightly because he notices that poor George now is hasn't moved at all. And so I think that's when the old shit factor started kicking in on the officer. There's another civilian on the scene talking about he was in the academy and you don't do this and blah, blah, blah. All these things are nails in this idiot's coffin. He was deliberate and different. He knew better. There was no justification for that type of force because if he was resisting, why, why do you have your hands in your pocket? You can't make this crap up. So Larry, Curly, Moe, and Shrimp are definitely going to get nailed for it. And rightfully so. 
George didn't deserve to die. If there's a report that they had to struggle with him to get him in the car, well, if you did, he ended up on the floor, you put him in a handcuffing position, that's it, fight's over. George needs to get up on the sitting up position now. George uh, wants to get up or fight or get frisky or whatever the circumstances are. Officers, four of them against one that's handcuffed, I think they they could, I could, I have confidence. But uh, these goofs, no. They went, uh, I don't know what possessed them to do this, but I do know this is the biggest blunder in law enforcement history. One of the top in this career that a lot of people call law enforcement. I recently heard a senator from the state of Tennessee talking about the Committee on Police Reform or some type of the Senate is going to start looking at police reform. The senator did talk about, well, we don't have a national police force in this country, and rightfully so because jurisdictions want their own uh, power to do that. But uh, the police reform crap is coming again. This is a terrible, terrible hit law enforcement's about to take because of one freaking idiot. No supervision, no communication on the radio, at least in the nine minutes I saw on that video. This is a lot of explaining to do. So I don't think he's going to walk. I think he's going to get nailed. I think the feds are going to come in and give him life, and that's going to be it. And then every police officer and every correctional officer in the country is going to suffer drastically with measures and changes because of this idiot. Simple as that. All right, on another note, to make things a little bit more positive, it's time for the Word of the Week. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 18. For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Of course, you can listen more about this one verse. Less than 15 minutes for your spiritual walk. And uh, we will talk about that. This one specific verse, and it will be released um, today as you're listening to this podcast. Go to RaiderCopNation.com, look up Test Everything section, just hit the button, and the message will be there. So, it again, we need spiritual warfare more than ever. So, all right, so we've got a lot to talk about with this one subject about scamming old people. And I'm really going to like take off as fast as I can on this subject, try to keep up because I know you want to get back to the television to see. 
how many police cars got burnt and who got hit with a rock. And that's more important than what's going on around you. And of course, probably sometime next week, or the rest of this week, I, I meant to say, you may hear something about coronavirus and a mask. But for now, it's gone. It's history. What's happening now is just right. Organized. We're going to have a show coming up on that. Let me give you a little schedule as, uh, before we dive in and call the clowns out. And uh, our schedule, I believe, all the way to July, we, we pumped out. Of course, subject to change, so stand by with that. All right, after this show, January, uh, January, listen to me. I can't wait for January to come get out of 2020 as fast as we can. June 10th, the Prime Minister, the Wise Guys series, episode 143. And uh, interesting, it's going to talk about the power of the mob. June 17th, we're going to have the shit show. And as in Kaka, that is correct. Train Up Series 144, and that's going to be dealing with this specific subject that you're seeing on television with the incident of the riots and the uh, murder of George Floyd. George Floyd. I mean, th this is pretty straightforward, but we're going to talk about it. So, um, that's episode 144. One four, episode 145, the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act, LEOSA, and that's uh, officers can uh, get qualified once a year, carry that card, and they can travel around the country with their firearm. But we're going to talk about what problems exist with that. July 1st, 2020. Episode 146, The G-Shock. Oh, there's not a cop on a planet that doesn't understand what I just said. July 8th, 147, Bernie. No, wait, not that one. The, the law enforcement officer one. That's right, Bernie. July 15th, episode... Wait a minute, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 148. Huh? Got to make some changes on the website here. What should uh, we learn about the ambush of April 7th? And uh, it's, a, it's a military documentary, and uh, Marines get ambushed. And uh, I like to always look at those things and put them in perspective in law enforcement and what we can learn from it. So I'm going to take a, uh, a, a dive into that. July 22nd, back to the Wise Guys series with uh, Benny Squint. And uh, it is a continuous evolving, as we said before, these episodes are continuous. So we went from uh, Vito Genovese and um, then we're going to go to the Prime Minister and then we're going to keep on going. Right? We're going, now we're going to Benny Squint. All these people are successors one way or another of each other and how they built the mob. 
And lastly, July 29th, the Glock. The Glock. So pretty much as you say the Glock, it's the same as saying G-Shock. So we're going to talk about that. So let's not waste any time. And let's play a little commercial message. And once we finish our commercial message, we'll throw on the clowns and go right into episode 142. Scam the old timers. should not shock anybody in the audience that older Americans are the most vulnerable in getting scammed. Why is that? Well, there's a lot of factors as to why. But for this segment that we're going to do today, I want you to think in terms that fraud or scams on the phone, I want you to think of, think of them as being highly organized and businesslike. You see, because a lot of people, a great and large majority of people, believe that phone scamming is some guy in a boiler room, two guys sweating it out, they don't have air conditioning, smoking cigarettes. And no, it is extremely sophisticated. It is almost criminal prosecution proof because of the fact that it intertwangles. Is that a word? Twangles? We're going to use that word now. Intertwangles with other companies that really don't know what the purpose of the other company, they need the information, if it's data they need. And for all intents and purposes, that could be a legitimate business. People are being hired, mostly internationally, through professional networks, and they're applying for a job that they believe is a legitimate business. So number one, international fraud is sophisticated and organized. It's global, and it runs like a well-oiled business machine. Deploying the latest technology for it to look for its scammers. So they have machinery and computers that narrow statistics that they are looking for very sophisticated hotbeds for fraud 
the areas that have been reported to be hotbeds, now for coronavirus, remember that story is old now, but for scamming old people, India, Jamaica, Costa Rica, Romania, Nigeria, and Florida. Wait a minute, Florida, are we a country? They are also on the list because there are a lot of elderly people in Florida. And yours truly is one of them. $3 billion a year in fraud, according to the United States Senate Commission on Aging in 2019. So the question is, why old people? Why are they the victims? Well, they're wealthy. They're trusting. They're not tech, tech savvy. So there are a lot of obstacles for them to try to learn how to do things. The Attorney General announced in 2019, William Barr, 400 arrests on scammers especially dealing with uh, the elderly as victims, 400 arrests. Scammer calls are scaring older folks. So one of the techniques they use is to scare them. And you might have had this. I, I get this robo call all the time. Phone rings, I pick it up, and they go, we've been trying to get in contact with you for the warranty of your vehicle. I just hang up. But older folks might say, my car did have a warranty. Is it over? And boom, they got them. Online courses. There are courses for fraud. That's right. You heard it. You're listening correctly. Take an online course for $600 on how to steal identities. And that was reported by a guy by the name of Burt Johnson with cybersecurity. Now, a lot of these companies, they don't advertise as learn the special techniques on how to steal identities. They'll masquerade it as it's a security thing. But, uh, Pretty much everybody understands why they're there. American companies built the foundation of these fraud crimes. So you got to say, how can American companies build this? Well, let's not get into politics because politics is an ugly thing. But let's say one prior administration from this one. I didn't say which one. We can go all the way back to George Washington if you want. Started outsourcing allowing American companies to outsource customer service operations or human resources operations and you might have dealt with those people when you call about your cable or this or that and they have funny accents on the other end how may I help you and those individuals are not in this country if you haven't noticed and they are being outsourced. Well, because American companies did that to save a profit, they also built a huge criminal empire without realizing it because it is a 
well-to-do job that is seeked by many people in these countries, and they don't know that these companies they might be applying for are illegitimate. They believe that they might be legitimate. So the outsourcing goes overseas. It builds the fraud industry. Now, Jamaica, remember that was one of our countries on the hot list with the also including Florida, which isn't a country, by the way. In case we have a test on it, you don't fail. But Jamaica has a high murder rate, as reported in 2017, because of the fraud industry. You might say, well, how the hell does murder get involved with this? Well, there are criminal organizations in Jamaica that are trying to rule or muscle the scam business and it is profitable therefore they're shooting killing each other and take possession of it so who knew monthly income or monthly paycheck in Nigeria is about 28 to 48 dollars a month but if you get involved in scamming and again you might not know you're scamming you might think this is a legitimate fortune 500 company you're working for you can end up making eight hundred dollars a month fortune complete fortune for people okay i'm wrapping it up here don't don't get excited on me don't start yawning and all that other stuff it's contagious Number 12, working uh, in teams, not knowing each other, they form the foundation of the company. So there is a company that might produce the data, the stolen identity. And we're going to talk about that next, but hold on a second. There's another one that might make the sales pitch, right? That's the guy that you, you pick up the call, the robo call, who's going to call you. We've been looking for you because the warranty on your vehicle is about to expire. And you hang on there and it clicks in and then I'm the sales guy. And I'm looking for you to say, okay, I want to do it. I got my credit card out. Then I'll transfer you that call to another sales guy. He starts to abstract more money from you. But they don't know each other. Everybody here is making a profit on an old American not understanding that this is a fraud. Today, selling your identity on the market, black market of this, cost uh, identity theft $5.50 per person. Now imagine that there was recently, I don't quote me on this, I'll find it and I'll post it on the show notes, but there's a gas station called Wawa. And they had a security breach for months. Eh, talk about a security breach for a couple of days. Oh, my God. I forgot to put the spyware on. No, this went on for months. Millions upon millions of people's identity credit cards were stolen and all that. So they'll end up selling that on the market at $5.50 per person. A lot of money. See why the Jamaicans are killing each other down there? 
One of the biggest scams is the Jamaican lottery scam. And in Jamaica, these criminal organizations actually recruit people through parties. And these well-to-do parties that they have, people will attend. They'll recruit the best salespeople they can to do these scams. Big money in it. Top scams in 2020. Here we go. Get the pencil, the paper, and the crayons out. Job fraud. A lot of people, 30,000 Americans have lost their job and they're looking for a new one. Be careful with your resume and what you're putting on there and who you're talking to. It's a job. It could be a job fraud. And all they're going to do is dwell, dwell or push you to give them more information about your personal and private identity. Census scam. Okay. They're looking for that too. And since the pandemic and all that, people are not going to knock on your door. So they're going to call you on the phone, making it much easier. You don't really have to identify yourself uh, by showing ID on the phone. And it makes it much easier. Election scams. Let's not get into politics, but we'll just leave it there. Medicaid cons. All these people that could not go to the hospital because of the coronavirus scare, especially the elderly people, they're going to start getting um, scammed on, uh, you should get this procedure, you should get that procedure. Make sure you don't have coronavirus and this and that. So that's going to affect Medicare. Amazon, believe it or not, a lot of people get scammed with phone calls because a lot of Americans buy stuff on Amazon. They will call and uh, say that they are Amazon and you have a delivery that went out and uh, they're trying to verify the uh, credit card. And, uh, you know, elderly people are trustworthy and they will pull out the credit card and give it to them. COVID-19, we discussed that about false testing People telling you they're going to, you know, stick a, um, a Q-tip up your nose and they're going to do the test to see if you got coronavirus. And uh, it's a private test. It costs $49.95. And there you are just swiping the credit card. And you never hear anything back, you know, because it wasn't a real test. All right. Breakdowns of the operation. This is how basically it works. There's a lead broker, there's a salesman, there's a manager, there are mules, and there are hackers. All these companies really do not work together. They are working separately. And the lead broker, that's that person that, let's call him the fisherman. He's throwing out the rod trying to get the person to scam. The salesperson has to have that taste, that that special gift of selling. The manager regulates all this, making sure that all parts are working together. Mules 
will give information and they will sell other information that might be needed like motor vehicle information what type of vehicle it is um, does it have a warranty blah 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 so you can give that to the lead broker so they can prepare the scam and hackers hackers are most important but whatever they hack they will sell on a market remember these people do not know each other some of these people actually believe they're working for legitimate companies so what do we do alpha in order to protect ourselves against these companies that are really scammers well there's a lot of things we can do number one tell yourself no matter who in the world calls me there are going to be trigger words to me hanging up like I need your credit card number click I need your social security number click I need you to verify uh, your last four of your social click get the picture you got to tune this stuff out okay I had a phone call maybe about a year and a half ago Indian guy called me and one of the byproducts of being born in New York City it's a melting pot a lot a lot of countries uh, people of different country nationalities live in New York and uh, so uh, used to have a, my neighbor his name was Sanji we call him Gunga Din great kid and uh, he you know he had the accent oh my goodness how can I help you that kind of thing so anyway they call me and uh, he tells me uh, my name is whatever the hell he said from the IRS and I'm calling and I'm saying is this guy think what the hell I felt like calling immigration on him on the phone but I couldn't get the three way anyway I hung up on the jerk but uh, believe it or not there are some elderly people that will continue the conversation Another vulnerable group are immigrants, illegals. Scammers will find out that they are transferring money to a specific country, making large amounts of phone calls through these card systems that they use. Russian mob controls a lot of that crap. And they know that there's a great percentage that that person's an illegal alien in America. They hack, get the information, then they blackmail them. Don't give us money, we're going to report you. And it, it's effective, it works. It's sad, but it's true. So, older Americans need to know that in this country, nothing is so freaking important that you need to fix over the phone. Nothing is so extremely important that needs your attention like right now. Nothing. If you're not bleeding in the ambulance and the cops are outside, then it's not that important. And if you have time to verify whatever story is being told to you. So, caution 
is the utmost. Also, elderly people need to be a little bit more precautious on how they surf on the web because they can easily get these uh, bugs on their computers, taking their information and so forth. And the older people have, they really struggle with this. I know my dad, I brought him an, an iPhone and uh, you know, the iPhone was the greatest thing. Every phone I've ever gotten them, it was all garbage, right? So I had to buy him a brand new phone, right? Like Samsung or something. A month later, it's a piece of garbage. I pick it up and I try and nobody answers. But the iPhone lasted a year and a half before I heard it was a piece of garbage. But he told me the other day, it's a piece of garbage. I'm hitting it and it won't answer. And uh, the phone and the pictures are frozen. And, uh, you know, by the time I get the phone, he hasn't done an update in, you know, six months. And uh, he hasn't refreshed it and he constantly charges it eh, because elderly people are not into tech we have to know that so if you're a younger person and you have an elderly folk like I do constantly repeat to them what they should be doing I know I do it and uh, my dad is very very uh, intelligent uh, as far he's as smart as a whip and uh, you'd have to get up really to put one over on him um, but my stepmom is a little bit different and uh, you know she has other ailments and she will have a conversation but she doesn't handle any of the money aspects so it won't go very far but I'm constantly telling them to be careful even opening the door. Somebody rings the doorbell, don't open the door. This is what we're going to do. It's going to be really radical, okay? You're and they're both standing there listening to me. Yeah, what do we have to do? So the person knocks. Now, instead of you running and opening all the locks and opening the door, this is what we're going to do, okay? Let's practice it. Boom, boom, boom. And then I go, who is it? Got it. Now I got to wait for the answer. They look at me like, what the... But that's what they've been doing. You just knock on the door and they open. So constantly got to rehearse it with older folks. Just like you got to do with younger folks, you got to do it with old folks. Right, what do you got to do? We're all going to get there. So if you think you're immune from it, no, you're not. You're not. So what can I tell you? All right. We have, you know, I closed my book like if I was like going home. I think I've got news items to all that garbage I'm watching on television. You know, and he burned and he did this and he's running down the block. Oh my God. And to think I did that crap for so many years and I'm still watching it on TV. All right, now I gotta find uh, my spot where, where I left off. Okay, hold on. We're almost there, kids. That was it. That was my. I, I'm a shocked. I'm a shocked myself. We have reached the end of the show, there, kids. Again, it is important to know the people that are around you, whether they're kids, who they might be 
uh, in contact with, making sure that you're not vulnerable in any way. Identity theft is on the on on the increase, and sometimes it's nothing that you've done. Look at the gas station Wawa. All these people were victims, millions and millions. They didn't do anything but buy gas. But that's how sophisticated the crimes are. So we got to be on our P's and Q's when it comes to that because it's only going to get worse as you get older. Song of the Week, James Brown. (coughs) It's a man's world. Up next, The Prime Minister, Episode 143. Continuing the saga of the Wise Guys series in the Genovese crime family. The Prime Minister, better known as Frank Costello. Now, our last one, we talked about Vito Genovese, but actually... Vito Genovese should have come after Frank Costello. I purposely did it that way. A little bit more entertaining. So we're going backwards. Okay? So we're going to talk about probably one of the most powerful mob bosses in American history. The Prime Minister was his nickname. That tells you everything. Frank Costello. As always, it has been my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Nation. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, for your community, and the law enforcement agencies that serve you. They're going through a tough time. And as you turn on the television, just before you do that, to see the news, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike. Till we meet again.
4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 4323, 